Hey guys, on today's podcast, we will be airing an episode of John's new men's ministry podcast, In Trust. So we hope you enjoy it. You can go over and find him on any anywhere you get your podcast. Uh, and you can like, rate, and review him and support him and his new endeavor as the men's ministry director of the Mississippi Baptist Convention. We hope you enjoy. <laughs> guys, welcome to the Entrust Podcast. This is a podcast for the Mississippi Baptist Convention Board's men's ministry, where we help local churches to reach, disciple, and and mobilize men to be on mission. Today, we have uh, a great guest with us, Dr. Ryan Reed. Ryan, welcome. I'm Ryan Reed. Oh, is that my line? <laughs> yeah, no, that's not the way we're doing this, brother. Oh, no, uh, no. I, hey, you know what? If 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 more people just start calling me Doctor Ryan Reed, that means I can yeah, stop yeah. doing my studies and I'll just be doctor, right? <laughs> exactly. I think you're already smart enough to be a doctor, though. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna give uh, you that. I don't know about that. I don't know if right? I'm smart enough to be a preschooler. <laughs> Ryan and I uh, have a podcast uh, every week, or every other week, or once every three weeks, depending on how the mood sets us, uh, mm-hmm. and that. That podcast is called the Imperfect Church Podcast, but uh, today we're recording for the Entrust Podcast, and so Ryan's going to join us, and he's going to give us some great insight and some wisdom into uh, family devotion time. So that is uh, why family devotions are important. What's the biblical mandate for uh, family devotions? And uh, then beyond that, where are some practical ideas to doing them? Uh, where some resources maybe even that we could use for a family devotion time. So Ryan's going to share all of that with us in our time today, because again, we want to help men. We want to help men. We want to disciple men and leading their families is one of the ways that we disciple them, uh, helping them understand how they can, uh, how they can invest in their children. And that's what a family devotion time does. So uh, Ryan, I just assume everyone knows you, but as we get started, before we hit those topics, won't you tell everyone about, who you are, where you serve, your Mississippi pastor, and all of that good stuff, and then we'll get into the 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 details of family devotions. Yeah, and let me just say first, you know, I'm kind of kicked back today. You know, I'm not worried about a thing because for once, I do not have to carry you in a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, you got it. It's your podcast, man. No, yeah, um, yeah. so I, my name is Ryan Reed. I'm a West Tennessee native who has been uh, pastoring in Mississippi for. Uh, going on eight years now. Uh, for the past seven years, I was pastor of Midway Baptist Church in Newton, Mississippi, where I had the uh, pleasure and privilege of meeting the Reverend Dr. John Martin and the Entrust podcast uh, host there. That's right. Um, uh, but in the last year, uh, I have uh, become the pastor at First Baptist Bruce in Bruce, Mississippi, uh, just south of Oxford. And uh, we've certainly had a good time uh, with the transition. I'm married to my wonderful wife, Jordan, of going on eight years, and um, we have two wonderful kids, Knox Reed, who is five, and Lottie Ruth, who is two. Yeah, I was just uh, in here talking to Dr. Kenny Digby, who everyone Mm -hmm. knows who Dr. Kenny Digby is, but uh, I was telling him that you were going to be one of my guests today, and he said, he's one of those guys that's married to the Warsham girls. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's him. So Ryan is most known by who he is married to. That is right? my claim to fame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. And so these, uh, these kids that you have, 
uh, how old how old are Knox and Lottie? Because I think that's important for our conversation today as we talk about family devotion time. What are the ages of your children? Yep, uh, Knox is five and Lottie is two. All right, so uh, a lot of us might say, you know, at five and especially at two, uh, they might not be able to even grasp some of the concepts that you're going to read together or that you're going to study together. Uh, and yet you've determined uh, as the leader of your household to start these habits early on. Mm -hmm. uh, what would you say to that guy who has a two-year-old? Is, is it too early yeah. to start no, these um, family devotions? Not at all. My kids, by the grace of God, um, will never remember a time that they did not do family devotions. Um, and, and that's my goal. My goal is to introduce them to Jesus early and often. Uh, yeah. So I want them, even at a young age, to be able to think, I'm not sure what's going on, but I know what we're <laughs> doing is important, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's it's building that that habit as well. And so uh, my two-year-old um, prays with us, and she mm -hmm. has no idea what's going on. Mm -hmm. uh, but she knows this is what we do before we go to bed. This is what we do with our family. We pray together. We sing together. We read uh, this story together. Uh, yeah. and it, and it happens every night, uh, Lord willing. Um, uh, mm -hmm. of course, you know, how that goes, <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but it builds that habit. And so I think the earlier you can start it, the better. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I think you, you, you leaned into something I think is really important for us to make note here, because I think, uh, all of us have this idea of this perfect, uh, time of harmony where two, a two-year-old and a five-year-old and a mom and dad are sitting together at the family altar and, Mm -hmm. uh, and it's it's this uh, it's this solemn moment, right, where uh, everything is perfect and grand. We read the word of God together. We sing together. We pray together. Uh, and yet that picture that we have in our mind is not the way it is. Right. So yeah. uh, it seems to be for for me, it, it, it can seem like it's more of a time of chaos at times than it is that solemn moment of worship. And I think I think we need. I think we need to give one another some freedom in that, you know, mm -hmm. it's yeah. okay if it's chaos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's a good reminder for us that the Lord spoke creation out of chaos <laughs> and brought life out of, out of, out of death and yeah. uh, wildness. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's the thing. It's, it can be frustrating sometimes as a parent, um, when you're trying to do these things and your kids are jumping all over you. And certainly yeah. there, there, there needs to be times where, you know, I have to correct my son. Hey, this is what we do. You need to calm down. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also this, just the freedom of it is that we don't, we want, we want our children to know that it's having a relationship with the Lord is not just a stoic thing. Uh, but it is, it is fun that we get to, uh, we get to speak to the Lord of the universe that we get to yeah. uh, sing songs of worship to him um, and we get to read his word. And so, uh, yeah, it's chaotic uh, most mm -hmm. of the time. And uh, we've done we've done two or three family worship videos for our church. where We just yeah. turn on the video camera and and do our family worship. And um, those are often more chaotic than just a regular you yeah. know, Tuesday night or whatever. Right. Um, right. But I think it's good just to just to see that, uh, you know, the, the pastor's family is a normal chaotic family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. um, and family worship isn't going to be this uh, Norman Rockwell right. painting. It's going to be real life, uh, but that's yeah. still okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I do think, I think that's something that we need to communicate with each other. As we encourage people to have these family devotions, we recognize, you know, I mean, a five-year-old is a five-year-old no matter who they are, 
right? Whether mm, Ricky yeah. or Martin, same for a two-year-old. And uh, and you know, also, I think it's a it's a good habit to begin because as they get older, they're able to handle that better because they have had that habit that we've talked yeah. that you mm-hmm. talked about. They've they've been in that habit of sitting still and listening to the word, praying and listening to to uh, to our, our singing together as well. So that brings up another line of questioning that I think is really important, something maybe guys don't know what to do and with, and that is, you know, what is the order? So what, how are we spending our time together? You know, are you, uh, particularly you guys are, are y'all reading a particular book together? Are Mm -hmm. you reading a children's Bible together, story Bible together? Are you reading the actual word together? What, what is it made up of? What does that time consist of, uh, in your family devotion time? Yeah, and I think uh, this is where uh, age differences of your kids are going to change. But uh, no matter what um, age your children are, you're looking at really three different um, aspects of family worship. Uh, and this really comes from me. If you, if you think about the Old Testament with Deuteronomy 6 and the Shema, uh, we are told not only that our Lord God is one and that we should love Him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, but that we should have His words upon our hearts and we should teach them diligently to our children. Uh, and so that's where this comes from, yeah. this idea of we want to teach God's word diligently to our children. We want to leave that up to Sunday school. Sunday school is good. We don't want to leave that up to the pastor. The pastor is good. But we want to take personal uh, control of our children's education and their discipleship because we have the most time with them. So um, because God's word is the most important and it is the thing that we most uh, diligently teach our children, the three aspects rotate around that. Um, so we're going to begin with reading God's word together. Uh, now, when my kids were younger and it was just me and my wife and, and, uh, an infant, um, we, we just would read a Psalm or so. So it'd be more right. beneficial for us because our, our, you know, three month old wasn't really uh, comprehending. Uh, he would be six before he started comprehending the Bible, you know, and started quoting it from memory. Um, six months old is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, cause he was a genius. I don't know if you got yeah, that. Now. I know, yeah. Um, but so we would do that. But when he got older and when we started having, you know, we had we had Lottie and she even when she was young, we began reading children's storybook Bibles mm-hmm. uh, and going through a couple of those and just reading through the story. And uh, now that Knox is getting to the age where he can kind of comprehend just a little bit more, we've moved to not necessarily a picture storybook, which he doesn't like. He likes the pictures, um, but moving to uh, an, an older resource that tells the Bible story and then has kind of question and answers that go with that. Um but but first and foremost, you read God's word. Secondly, you sing a song, a spiritual song, a hymn. Our family sings mostly hymns because they're easier to, to grasp and to learn and memorize. Um, and what I've found through our process is often picking a hymn of the month or a hymn until you have it memorized and then moving on to the next hymn. Uh, it's good to popcorn around. That's what we did for the longest time, but really... Um, when I started to pick a solid hymn, just one hymn, we're going to, we're going to sing this one for a while. I started seeing my kids memorize it and being Mm -hmm. able to sing it and hide those words in their heart. Uh, and then finally we end in prayer. And, uh, when it comes to prayer, uh, we, uh, my my son used to really enjoy prayer and now he got to, he went through a phase where he didn't know how to pray is what he would say, though he's been doing it his whole life, you know, um, and so what we found was helpful with him there is to make it easier on him mm-hmm. and to say, all right, Knox, uh, I want you to think of four things that you're thankful for today yeah. and pray, pray those four things. And that has really helped him. And so even this past weekend, we had our uh, children's Easter egg hunt 
Um, and at the end, after I did our children's devotion, I asked the kids if anyone wanted to pray and no one said they did. And so I made Knox do it cause he's the preacher's kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And See how that uh, turns out. Yeah. yeah. And he said, uh, he said, I don't want to. And I said, you can do it. And then, uh, he looked at his mama and his mama said four things and he prayed for four things and ended it. Yeah, I mean, he had yeah. that confidence because he'd been, he's been doing it. Um, so those three aspects have to be there. And then I think we need to have the freedom to kind of mold those three aspects to whatever fits our family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say something on this. I know that I think that the intention of family devotion time is uh, spiritual growth. Obviously it's, it's setting an example before your kids, obviously. Yeah. But you know, when I think about adult men in particular, because that's the area of ministry that I'm in at the moment, uh, you know, I, Men, for example, there, there's a guy in the church that I just previously served that uh, he was a he was a deacon in our church when I got there, and uh, he was he was scared to death to pray in public, mm-hmm. and it yeah. was because no one had ever shown him an example of what prayer looked like. So right. we say we say that's discipleship, right? He had never been discipled in prayer, and so mm-hmm. as a result, he grew to become a, a grown man, a, a, a quote leader in a congregation. And praying out loud terrified him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, one of the things that you're doing in the midst of that family devotion time, in addition to helping them learn who God is, learn what Jesus has done for them, is you are instilling some of the most foundational disciplines Mm -hmm. that will be so beneficial for their spiritual life in years to come. And that is reading the word, worshiping, right, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and praying. Right. And, and I think those three disciplines are probably, if we looked around our churches, we'd say, hey, those those three disciplines are lacking yeah. in our mm-hmm. men and in our people in general. And so this this teaches those disciplines, I think, uh, to be a part of the heart of those uh, kids as they're growing up, which can't help but be beneficial for the gospel. Yeah, absolutely. And, and some people may feel... Um may feel like they're not up to the task when it comes to mm-hmm. teaching a Bible devotion. Um, and I understand that. But I think this model, we confess that God's word is powerful and it can do it can do its work without us. Yeah. Um, and so in this method, we just read God's word. And it may mm-hmm. lead to some questions and, and you know, we'll go from there. Um, but we read God's word and let God's word do its work in our family. Yeah. Uh, so it's always good to, to, to seek to maybe apply it or to have some questions about it and talk about those things. But anybody can read a Psalm or anybody yeah. can read a Bible story. Um, yeah. Anybody can read a chapter out of Luke aloud and talk about, you know, and just say, well, this is what Jesus did. Let's read it. Um, yeah. That, that doesn't take a seminary degree. Yeah. Let me ask you something else about that. I think, I think that you'll have some experience in just because of the way God's word works. But, uh, you know, do you ever find yourself uh, with your family, let's say re- after you've read Luke at night together uh, and then the following day or in the days to come, uh, maybe Knox has an experience and uh, and you can always say, well, you know, no, Knox, that was that was kind of like what we read in, right. our, mm-hmm. in the word yeah. uh, not too long ago and being able to tie those things back together. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's that's uh, I think that's we've done that several times. Yeah. Um, and uh, and that that's really helps. So one of the also one of the things that we do is we do a, a kids uh, catechism with our kids mm-hmm. with with Knox and Lottie. And um, Knox will ask questions about God, and I'll say, "What does your question say?" Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so, um, you know, that helps because he gets to, he gets to answer the question himself and I have to remind him that's what this means. So, um, so yeah, I would encourage every family, uh, to, to carve out time to find what time works for you, whether it's at the dinner table, whether it's right before bed, whatever it may be, because this is important in the instruction of our children. Yeah. So as we uh, wrap up here, about 15 minutes done, and I want to uh, ask you, I know that you are, uh, and those that maybe possibly listen to our podcast know that you are an avid reader. You always have uh, a book or a resource in mind. I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this, but I'm sure that you have some kind of resource or some kind of uh, book that you might say, hey, this is uh, <laughs> this is something that we could you could use in your help uh, in moving forward in your family devotions. Yeah, I think uh, I would mention any of the children's Bibles that you can get um, um, at Lifeway or anything like that. BNH has several that are really good. Uh, Sally Lloyd-Jones has a good one. I would say for older kids, there's a book called Old Story New, uh, which is 10 Minutes Devotions to Draw Your Family to God. It's specifically for family worship. Um, I would say also a resource to help you if you're going to teach or if you're interested in that is... um, is, the Church with Jesus as His Hero by David yeah. Prince. That's a sure. good one. And yeah. then I would also mention just one more resource for older kids um, is Russ Ramsey has a few books on um, on the Incarnation, the Christmas story. I'm reading the one now. It's a 40-day, um, chapter-a-day uh, guide to the crucifixion. And there's another one on yeah. the early church. And he basically just retells the gospel story in a way that's creative and helpful for us to grasp that. So those yeah. those would be the resources I would point people to. Good deal. And I always like to point people to a resource that actually is out of print right now, but you may can find one on eBay. At times you can find them actually on Amazon as well, but I just looked and uh, they don't come up on Amazon anyway, anyway but it, it's a Zondervan Bible uh, and it's called the Family Reading Bible. And it's uh, by Zondervan. Yes, uh-huh. It's an NIV uh, hardbound Bible. But uh, what it has, is it has several different tracks going through Scripture. And it not only gives you the passage to read, but it gives you questions to think about right. and consider. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I think that's a great guide uh, for any family that's desiring to uh, to lead in a family devotion. It makes it kind of uh dummy proof if there's such a thing. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Ryan, thanks so much, man, for being on with us today for uh, the Intrust podcast. Also, I think to be dropped on the Imperfect podcast, maybe uh, yeah, so if before I could speak it our, drops on the Intrust podcast. Yeah, uh-huh. So if I could speak to our Imperfect Church podcast listeners, y'all check out the Intrust podcast. It's going to be fantastic. And if anything goes wrong in there, John can't blame me. So. <laughs> Thank you for having me, fault. John. That's yeah, right, man. I, thanks I so much. for having me on. Yep, yep. And again, guys, we appreciate you uh, listening in today. If there's ever anything Mississippi Baptist can do for you, we exist to assist the church. And so any way that we can help you, uh, we desire to do so. Pray you have a great week. Continue to desire to reach, to disciple, and mobilize those men on mission.